How far would you go for a million? We are the SpyFi Guys, and this is 007 Road to a Million. Welcome to the SpyFi Guys, where we cover spy facts, spy fiction, and everything in between. I'm Christian. And I'm Zach. And today we have a dead drop for you. We are talking about the first two episodes of the Amazon Prime series, 007 Road to a Million. This is kind of outside of our usual wheelhouse. We don't really cover game shows, but hey, it's James Bond related, so I figured why not. And I also got to do a special early screening of it, which showed the first two episodes on the big screen in a movie theater. Um, so I figured, yeah, let's let's uh, give this a watch and see what what it is. Yeah, it's definitely 007. I was definitely curious. We should say, though, Christian, to be more accurate, it's not so much a game show. It's more like a reality show. It's oh, more yeah. like yeah. The Amazing it, Race. Right. But it is filmed and created much differently. Now, here, actually, let me ask you, how many sort of of those reality shows have you watched? Like none. I think like sometimes I'll be walking into like a room and my roommates will be watching like half of an episode of Survivor and I'd watch that. But I I don't watch much TV normally and I definitely don't watch much reality TV. Yeah, I don't really watch. I watched American Idol back when they had two people from Hawaii on it in like, what, 2002 or three or something like that. Mm -hmm. And then uh, more recently I watched, there was like a, amazing race style show but with pets like dogs and their owners called the pack okay was actually good and like i got drawn in uh, drawn in because hey dogs because you know i have a pup and mm-hmm. it's like ooh, could my dog do these things i mean sure who doesn't like dogs right that's a great so, uh, hook that's the only thing so like, i've never actually watched an episode of the actual amazing race but so that's my background with it so this one it's different if i could jump in christian i remember yeah, you te- i remember you telling me that it's yeah. controversial among the 007 fan base because they're like yeah. why are we getting a reality show and not a movie well i have a answer for that later what struck me the most interesting is that it, it's filmed beautifully first yes of it all. is and i like, agree it about looks that beautiful mm-hmm. they make a good use of the james bond like i think they use a bunch of soundtracks from uh from the Daniel Craig era, all like a lot of them written by either David Arnold or Hans Zimmer, uh, or or I guess Thomas um, Newman is the other guy. But the weird thing for me was you get dropped into it pretty much, and you never get any explanation about the rules. Well, well, no, but yeah, like, so yes, like, and so you're just told that you know, okay, you have these sorry nine pairs. And they all could win up, win up to a million pounds. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know, like, are they competing against each other or just going as far as they can? What happens if they if they get a collision wrong? Does that mean they're eliminated right off the bat? Or and if they're eliminated, do they keep what money they've earned up to that point? Like these are things that I like didn't know. And so I'm like, you learn some of this as you're watching, but others is just sort of not really clear. In the first two episodes, they do not answer your last question. They don't explain whether you get to keep them. If it's like, um, who wants to be a millionaire? Where you can keep some tears, of the money. Yeah, no. yeah. So, I, yeah. So that was one thing. Also, the interesting thing is that none of the contestants, at least in those first two episodes, meet each other. It's not like they're competing against each other. It's different in that way. Which I actually kind of liked that. Yeah. Because 
although it would be more dramatic if you know that only one group of people can come home with the million, I -hmm. also kind of like that it's not so like vicious where they're against one another kind of like survivor which is i think the difference between like um, british shows and american shows like if you watch say an american cooking reality show it's very cutthroat people will sabotage each other Mm. and you watch great british bake-off where everyone's trying to get through and they're helping each other some if someone needs you know extra cream or whatever like here it is here take it so right i actually i have seen that show that's the one that's yeah that also would be like an exception as well but hey that's bake off you know yeah everyone's watches bake off it's its own thing so we have in the first two episodes we see meet four different teams we have the bone brothers uh what are their James like Joey and something (laughs) Joey and James I think well I I remember I laughed because you know one of them Jimmy is his name is basically one letter away from being James Bond he's James Bone right oh that's a good point that's a good point yeah and then you have the sisters Santa and Saika Mm -hmm. uh and then you have Kamala and Josh who are married couple and then you have Keith and Nick who are a couple of ex-cops who are, you know, used to work together. So, so what do you think of these uh, pairs? Of the people? Well, I have a lot to say about the people. So okay, the, let's hear it. Well, the opening, yeah. they say, what would it take for a normal, I think it's an ordinary person, an ordinary person. If you person, an ordinary person, yeah, into to a do James what, Bond to, adventure. Right. But then I'm like, but the whole point of James Bond is that he's not an ordinary person. I know. So <laughs> that's, so it's more of a, what happens when you drop an ordinary person into a James Bond adventure? Yeah. So it's not, yeah. So the, Which I liked as a. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Though, so it's more like everyone in this show is like the Bond girl, where they get caught up in an adventure <laughs> without meaning to be. Interesting. I didn't thought of it that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Though the, the Bond girls, they're not always, a nor- they're not generally like a, a totally normal person, right? They're usually mm-hmm. somehow sometimes involved. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes, true, true. but not often. Yeah, I don't know. I, are, are we going to go through the episodes, or are we just kind of talking about the characters? We're just first? talking through. Like, so I will. I also do have all of the questions, and I kind of want to see which ones you remember the answers. Okay, to. wait. I want to talk about the questions. I'm just going to come okay. on and say it. I didn't like it because they weren't James Bond trivia. No, because that's what a lot of people think. Like I've, I've seen out there that people are like, "Why is it all just general trivia? Why is it not like should the show?" And that's the disconnect. Is people were thought, thinking this was about people being the ultimate James Bond fan. And it's oh, not really? that show. Is that what people yeah. thought? I, that's not what yeah. I thought. Well, that's what the Bond fan community, <laughs> well, at least some people on Bond Twitter, were like, why is it not this? Oh. No, I didn't expect that. I'll tell you. So as someone who's played bar trivia for a long time, oh, as, yes. as you have okay. to, yep. it's luck. It's almost <laughs> luck based. Okay. Well, there's some, like the first round of questions is general knowledge that people should know. Well... That's the thing, right? So, like, the first couple guys, Joey and what's his name? The, the brothers. Yeah, the Bone Brothers. Okay, yes. The Bone Brothers. So, maybe this is me being prejudiced because they talk like Dick Van Dyke from Mary Poppins. <laughs> but they, they sound like they come right out of, like, a shipyard in the back okay. of, like, Newcastle yeah. or, or something. So, I was like, you're asking them about, like, Shakespeare? Like, that's, that's not fair. Jimmy has, like, a degree in, like, English lit or something like that. So you are being was that in the uh, stereotypical? Intro? No, he talks about it. He's like you're the one who uh, like studies like studied English. And yeah, stuff that's like, like that. a throwaway line. Yeah. Sometimes people don't know stuff, and you have, you have a million dollars riding on it. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know. I don't think that's fair. If the point of the game show is to, to be like James Bond, James Bond doesn't answer trivia questions. Okay. And like maybe mm. once, maybe like okay. once they do <laughs> trivia, but to have every single step of the line be yeah. answering trivia questions, the ones where they can like figure out the answer, like the tarantula uh-huh. one, the Python yeah. one, I like those more. That's okay. more reasonable. Or the yeah. one where they're on the water and, and can kind of, you know, figure it out. But uh-huh. the, the ones that are like, who invaded Scotland in 83 AD? <laughs> that And you really can't figure it out? I don't know. All right. Well, you, since you brought them up, let's let's talk let's talk through the questions. So I have it uh-huh. broken down by each pair. So we've got the Bone Brothers. Their first question, you know, what was the Shakespeare's play about a Scottish king? Was it Hamlet, Richard III, or Macbeth? Did you know this one? Okay, so here's the thing. I wasn't paying yeah. close attention. And yeah. I thought the question was, like, who's the real king that, like, was around here? Uh, and then Shakespeare wrote a play about him. So I was like, Hamlet's not real. Macbeth's not real. It's got to be Richard III. Even though Richard III is not Scottish. Was Macbeth not real? <laughs> mm, good question. That was yeah. a question. Because you, they didn't show the question again, I couldn't go back and look at it. Yeah. You know? He was real, though. Oh. Yeah. I think that was part of the question, which he, he, they said, I think, because yeah, they were agonizing about that, is, mm. you know, which real king. But then when I thought about it, I was Scottish. like, well, yeah, Richard III, I don't think he's Scottish. No. That's like a more an English name, so yeah. that makes mm-hmm. sense. But yeah, I, I guess right. I would have been out right away. Whereas I'm like, no, no, it's definitely Macbeth. Mm-hmm. But of course, I don't have, I think it was, what, for 10,000 pounds riding on the line, so I was not, you know. Oh, by the way, also. Yeah. I know who wants to be a millionaire did this, yeah. but you're going to make him crawl through like a cold lock to get the briefcase. <laughs> and then it's like waiting for them to get the answer. It was, it was like something out of Squid Game. It was like, I'm like, I'm not a sadist. It's not torturing uh, these people for my entertainment. Uh, yep, yep. So their second question, which is one of the ones that I like these challenges, the mm-hmm. more physical, or well, not necessarily physical, but like they have to do something to figure it out. How long is this snake? And they had to actually like grab the snake and like measure it one of them he just reached down and pulled the briefcase out i was pretty impressed by that yeah but that, then, that was the other pair yeah, yeah but then <laughs> oh no, no no that was this one too yeah yeah yeah, right. yeah it was the bone brothers again but then yeah. also i was like there's just a tape measure sitting right there uh-huh what i thought they were gonna have to like find uh like like i was object. fine with that i thought they were gonna have to like estimate just like all right here's a guess but like the fact that they could actually do something to measure it i like that okay but Again, what movie does James Bond measure a boa constrictor? <laughs> I mean, the, the Amazon note says in James Bond movies, he does wrestle a boa constrictor. Uh-huh. So yeah. I guess... That's, I mean, yeah. you can't actually have them wrestle about safety concerns. Right. Yeah. Well, I, I thought one of them was going to lie down next to the boa constrictor. Be like, I thought about that, too. how tall I am. Yeah. But, but yeah. Third question that we see from them in the first two episodes is, how fast is the speed limit in the Venice Canal? 2 kph, 7 kph, or 43 kph. Now, this is where I would have been out because I have no reference point in how fast things are in kilometers per hour. Well, sure. Yeah. Well, first of all, it should be knots per hour. They're on the water. Come uh, on. Good point. Good point. Yeah. But I was impressed by how they figured it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah. they're basically like, all right, 2 kilometers per hour, that's like nothing. And 43. Yeah, I was like, do boats even go that fast? <laughs> it's like a jet ski. I don't yeah. know. I was like, what happened to Daniel? What happened to the guy who gave them a ride? He there? just left. They so just turn like, and ask him. A lot of these people who they like go up and ask, like, hmm. or like to do stuff, they've got to be in on it. 
It can't just be random people. I mean, clearly, yeah, it's a reality show. But Christian, I must say, I must say, yeah. nothing is more James Bond than wandering around Venice asking random people where <laughs> things are. It felt like I was watching a James Bond movie at that moment. Uh, all right, so those are the three for the Bone Brothers. Next, we mm. go to Santa and Saika, who have first, which army failed to conquer Scotland? The mm. Huns, the Romans, or the Vikings? Yeah, this I, I did know. Yeah. Well, the Vikings was a good one because they're active yeah. in that area and mm-hmm. the time period is right. But they didn't fail. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? They'll be fine. They, you know, they both went to college and one of them was like a fraud analyst or something. Yeah, so. right. So, yeah, I, I, I felt bad for them. I was like, oh, I wanted them to continue, but. Yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> they guessed the Huns, which was the wrong answer. Which, yeah, yeah. I guess it just goes to show, like, just because you go to college doesn't mean you necessarily know this stuff. <laughs> well, I was amused that they never heard of the Huns. They never even heard the, of them. No, yeah. they need to watch Mulan. Did they not watch Mulan? <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> yeah. Uh... And so they get eliminated on that first question, so they don't even get anything, which I felt bad about. Yep. Then we go to Kamala and Josh, the married couple, who have, you know, the first question, what mythical creature used to roam Scotland, Hmm. Cyclops, Devil, or Unicorn? Yeah, it was a horned creature. So I feel like this one was, was I think this was the easiest of all the questions they had. Well, the Devil has horns. Yeah, the Devil has horns, (laughs) but he's not a creature, and he definitely didn't roam Scotland. I don't know. You know, so depends on you know. Some Scot- Scots will say that you know that one of the kings was or one of the English kings was a devil. I know if we're going to talk about this later, but this is yep. the part which has a location from a James Bond movie. That well, bridge. So did, but oh, isn't that, that bridge the one yet. from No Time yes, to Die? It is. But also, yeah. they all start in Scotland, which was in Skyfall. Well, yeah, I mean, and also Casino Royale. Don't forget. Scotland? Oh, we're not talking about that <laughs> Casino Royale. Yeah, never forget. <laughs> also, Venice, St. Mark's Square has been in at least two James Bond films. And Indiana Jones. Yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. yeah. Right, well, anyway, I know, do we want to talk about the tower yes. crane? Do we want to talk about the tower crane now or talk well, about later? Yeah, so let's go to that. So they do the, the crane, the, they basically do the crane mm. from Casino Royale that they go up. Yeah, in the location from No Time to Die, where that bridge is, where he mm. does the jump off the bridge. Right. So it's a nice melding of two Daniel Craig films. So I thought they were going to jump off the bridge with with a rope, like Daniel oh, Craig God, did. No. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's an extreme uh, reality show, but also I cannot believe Josh made his wife climb the tower crane. Hey, he has a severe fear of heights. She does not. I mean, come on. Are you serious? Dude, like, <laughs> man, like uh, I'm sorry, maybe this is me being re- regressive, but it's like, man, man up and don't make your wife do that shit. So, my <laughs> sister who watched, who's not a big James Bond, Bond fan, but decided to give this a shot, had similar reactions to you, and then about episode five or so, she took those feelings back because of something that's revealed then. Okay. About something that happened to Josh and why mm. he has low self-confidence. Oh, boy. Well, it, I can't believe that she went along with it as well. That's That was also kind of amazing. The, what I appreciate is they both were, like, you know, they both could figure out what their strengths and weaknesses were. And they worked together. They communicated well as a couple, which I appreciated. Yeah, I also kind of, I wonder if the producers were like, let's kind of balance who does what. Hmm. And all that stuff. Maybe. I also feel yeah. like climbing that tower crane is like way harder than all the other stuff everybody else did in the two episodes. Like it's not like balanced. I feel like huh. their their challenges were way harder than everybody else's. Interesting. You know, thinking about like 
Well, what was the second thing? Like I, they had to like climb into the wind. I don't know. Wrestling is or like <laughs> measuring a snake, not as hard. No. Um, and then like the spider, yeah, where the spider's like fair. moving all over the place. <laughs> we actually skipped a question about the you know what year is this video of Prince Princess Elizabeth and her children from? Hmm. It was 1940, 1950, 1960. I like how they logic logic it out here. Of all right. By six, you know, sixty, she was already queen because they said Princess Elizabeth, and then by at nineteen forty, she didn't have kids yet, so it had to be nineteen fifty. Yeah. Also, as audience members, we know that yeah. the king, oh, because it's princess, it's princess. It, okay, so like, well, well, the king was the king in nineteen forty, so she could have been yeah. the princess in nineteen forty as well. So that yeah. didn't help, but they knew their British history. They yeah. knew that she didn't have kids in nineteen forty yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, and then after going up the crane, they had to answer the question about the odorless, flavorless poison. Um, and what was the main ingredient? Arsenic, sulfur, or gold? And mm. they actually, you know, for having to do such a physical challenge, it was an easier question. Because obviously gold has a color, sulfur has a, a scent. Mm. And, you know, there's the line in, uh, what's that, uh, <laughs> the Chicago song, uh, whatever that... Um, uh-huh. Some men just can't hold their arsenic. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, well, arsenic's a poison. Yeah. Right. So it was an easier yeah. question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you had the last thing that we see from them is the how much does this tarantula weigh? <laughs> Which yeah, this I enjoyed great. this. I yeah. mean, I also don't like spiders. I'm like, I was like feeling just, mm-hmm. you know, shivers, but I enjoyed seeing them work it out. Yeah, I also thought that they were going to take the tank. What I would have done if, oh. if the scale was feasible is put the tank on it. Tank on there and then get the spider out. And then dump the spider out and then put the tank <laughs> on it again. I did consider that, but it didn't look like it was big enough for that. Yeah, I mean, I all, or you you take like like a jar, you put the spider in the jar, you weigh it, <laughs> then you dump the spider out, weigh the jar, and then subtract the difference. Getting the spider into the jar seems harder than doing what they did. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I suppose. I suppose. <laughs> Also, again, this isn't, I don't know, I know James Bond deals with spiders sometimes. Yeah. So I, I guess it works. The Sneaks was also more Indian. The spider, Jones. there's this tarantula in Dr. No, the first James Bond film where it crawls on top of him. Yes, that's right. Or actually on top of glass that's on top of him, but you know, yes. that's your Yeah, that's right. right. Mm-hmm. All right. So that's, and that's the last we see in the first two episodes of Kamal and Josh. And then we go to Keith and Nick, who are the, the two ex-cops. Mm-hmm. And so their first question is, you know, what are the powerful, what were the powerful family groups that ran Scotland called factions, clans, or dynasties? Obviously, it's the clans. Yeah. And then they go to Castle Starker, where they climb into the aviary, and and they're asked, what are the were the hawks in Castle Starker used for? Spying, hunting, or sending messages? And they logic they weigh it. Okay, they, they weren't for spying because that was you had pigeons for that. I did like how. Yeah. Show kind of respects your time where it like moves along for the, when yeah. you're introducing these new pairs. It, mm-hmm. You know, kind of hurries up. <laughs> yeah. So they guess hunting, which is correct. And then finally, they get to they get have to get into this build up to this building, and they see this um, painting on. Or there's all the snakes in the in in the uh, in the another thing with snakes. But then they also have a snake inside the briefcase itself, which. Was fun. Was funny. Yeah, but then they. I, I thought they would have there's... taken like like an item, like a, like a hawk, <laughs> and like lift the briefcase yeah. out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so they have um, the question here was like, there's a the famous portrait or painting on the wall which had been stolen however many years ago, 
and along with a lot of other paintings and artwork. Mm-hmm. And they were asked, how many years in prison did the art thieves get? Was it two years, eight years, or 45 years? And then they did something smart where they looked around the room to see if maybe there was a clue around the room, which there so, wasn't. But yeah. What Carolyn thinks is there was a clue, because you see, Brian, we haven't mentioned Brian Cox at all as the controller. Right. But he's the person who's been giving them all these instructions and all this. But you, when you see him afterwards, you see him with the newspaper, which has you know the amount, but it's all in Italian. So and they can't speak Italian. So I'm wondering if it was there and they just couldn't read it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but they could read the numbers. Well, it, the numbers were in Italian as well. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like written. It, oh yeah, they yeah. weren't Italian like, numbers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was two years, eight years, or forty five years. What was your get instinct on that? I didn't really have one. I, I was like, yeah, yeah twenty five years, sure. I don't know, whatever. <laughs> They guess 45 years, but it was eight years. And I, li- I like their reasoning, though, because, yeah, the uh, French courts are notoriously harsh, so you would think it would be the harshest harshest uh, punishment. They said it was a hundred million pound worth of art. Yeah. 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 I could see it. Okay, so those were all the questions. But so going back to the teams, who was your favorite out of these pairs? Well, I did like the two sisters. They were a nice yeah. contrast from the brothers. Like, they were, mm-hmm. like, college-educated not super like fit i mean like no none of them were they were all like normal people and none of them yeah. were like super fit you know they were mm-hmm. cute not gonna lie mm-hmm. so yeah i did not like how josh like i mentioned how josh made his wife right climb, climb the crane and then i also liked how the two cops were like sweating <laughs> yeah yeah and then you know the brothers i guess were okay but but the thing is i got annoyed with all of them and okay. this isn't their fault it's right. just because it's a rally show but they're like always talking. I was like, for the love of God, stop talking. You realize, of course, that they probably there were probably long stretches where they weren't talking, and they just cut all those those out. I know it's not their fault; it's the director's fault. But I still it still drove me up the wall when they're no, like, I... "Wow, it's really cold here. Whoa, a mountain. Yeah, a mountain." It's like, oh my God, stop talking. <laughs> There's less of that as the show goes on. So I'll say that I did watch all. I'm at on these about to start the seventh episode out of mm-hmm. eight. So mm-hmm. I'm well through it. There's less of that now and more. Actually, what the, the moments they capture now are some more of the, like the, you know, moments of introspection between the two uh, between pairs as well. Yeah, and also getting more to know, learn more about them. Does it become more exciting like a James Bond movie? Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah. Oh, that's good. And what I've heard is eight, the final episode, is the most exciting. So I'm very, I've, I've been trying to stay spoiler free as to what happens, what the challenge is. Mm. So I'm very excited to see what that is going in. It looks like it dropped just a few days ago at the time that we're recording. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no. Um, I think they all released in one slump or one lump sum. Oh, okay. Yeah. On the tenth or so. I also liked how the first episode ended with a cliffhanger. Ah. Uh, that was, yeah. That was and fun. there are other, like, the sixth episode also ends, like, there are some that do, some that don't. Sixth episode leads into a cliffhanger, like, and uh, we just, but we chose that moment to stop. I was like, oh, I need to know, I need to know what mm-hmm. the answer to that question was. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, and I, I guess the only other thing I want to talk about is how I was this close to applying for the show with Lance, who <laughs> listeners may remember from our Tom Clancy and James Bond episodes, mm. until we read the fine print that says you had to be a UK resident. Yeah, that makes sense. You would have been screwed the first time they asked you about kilometers. <laughs> <It> was, yeah. <laughs> 
Hey, but I, I think I could have done some of the other stuff. I don't know if I could have gotten up and on the crane. I'll admit that. I like to think that I could have. I used to do ropes course and I, stuff like that. I mean, I used to do rock climbing, but so that's a lot higher than rock climbing. Well, the part where the wind was blowing when she was like uh, out oh on God. I thought she was going to get blown off. Uh, I mean, she's hooked on. She would have been fine, but that would have been exciting. Well, actually, hey, that's the other thing I want to talk about is like, how much like there's definitely safety people there hmm. and they're like just out of shot in all of the shots right and also for some of these where they're like you know getting on someone's boat or someone getting into someone's car hmm. where's the camera well that's that's true that's true like when she's climbing was there a camera guy like yeah, next the, to her they probably like, used some a drone. Of them are clearly like drone or helicopter shots but there's other where it's like Either mm. it's got to be super zoomed in or something, because like, or the camera operator is climbing it. Did they get Tom Cruise to be the cameraman for these? That's, mm. that's the only solution. Well, speaking of Tom Cruise, if if you can't do this, you you just need to write to Hollywood and say, do Mission Impossible, Mission a Million, or something like that. Oh, oh, no, no, that that franchise is so tightly in Tom Cruise's grasp, he will never let it go. He'll, he'll never let them do a reality show using no, that money. No, he that he won't even let them do a TV show spinoff. But it was a TV show. I know. <laughs> Doesn't I know. matter. No. Do you have anything else to say about the show? I liked when they call Bowie Boy. <laughs> Take us to that boy. Yeah, um, yeah. I also like when they call their mom. That's totally something James Bond would do. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, I, I'm sensing some sarcasm here. <laughs> yeah. Um, are you asking like for a rating or just general? general no, any no. Other thoughts? Just, if there's anything else, any other thoughts you wanted to uh, share? I wanted more Bond. Make it more Bond-like. Okay, all right. Yeah, I mean, it's the first... So the thing is, for that, you got to ramp it up. You really do. Do you remember the training in the spy behind home plate? No. The catcher was a spy. There was a spy. The catcher was a spy. When Uh they were like, there's a man in that house, get in there and kill him. That's what Uh I thought the show was going to (laughs) be. Like, here's a paintball gun. Get Uh in there and shoot shoot the guy with your paintball gun. There are so many ways that that could go wrong that I, I see why they didn't do that. <laughs> Just from, like, previews and trailers, I know there's this point where someone has to, like, basically blows up a barn with a, with a gun. I like that. Like, it, they, you got to start them off easy, whether it's just tramping around Scotland or do, like that, and then you ramp it up. Like, the fact that they ramped up Josh and Kamala, so or Kam, is it Kamala? 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 I think it's Kamala. Kamara, okay. Kamara, I, I, may, I may have typed it up and then autocorrect, change it to Kamara, Kamala. Um, mm. But like they wrapped them up so quickly to that crane was like crazy. But I guess they had to get something big into the first couple episodes. Yeah, and I'm glad that they did. Oh, also, yeah. um, Brian Cox, I liked his like sense of humor. Yeah. He also, oh, yeah. he also reminded me of uh, Number Two from The Prisoner. Uh, I can see that. I can see that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I will say, having watched it, I, there is a qu- answer to the question of if they actually get the money. So they get the money that they've banked. Like anytime he writes banked, yeah. if they get eliminated, they like there there was after I forget someone else got eliminated and it showed bank like after they got eliminated it said banked that much of that. Oh, that means they did get that money at least. Yeah, I can see that. Just like uh, the Weakest Link, another classic British game show. I actually never watched much of Weakest Link. That, that show I actually really. did watch because they did the yeah. Doctor Who one and the Star I Trek remember, one. I remember, see, that's what I remember seeing is the one, which is funny because they also had an episode of The Weakest Link in Doctor Who. Yeah, it all, it all comes together. <laughs> yeah. All right, do we want to rate this? I also have Spy Fact versus Fiction. Oh, great, great. 
because I'm prepared. Okay, so <laughs> so when they were measuring the boa constrictor, I was like, why don't they just go outside, yell at a random Italian person, can I borrow your phone, and then Google how long a, a boa constrictor is. Yeah, but they want this boa constrictor, not any other Yeah, I'm getting to that. So ac- right. according to Britannica.com, the snake's adult length is typically about 10 feet or 3 meters, uh-huh. but individuals of more than 18 feet or 5.5 meters have been reported. So right. there's no All like right. universal length. For a boa constrictor. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then also I Googled the art heist. MSN.com, ah. the Spider-Man of Paris, is the guy who did it. A guy named ah. Vigeran Tomic from okay. Bosnia moved ah. to Paris at the age of 10 and was a, what they call a second story man. Someone who mm-hmm. broke into places through the window and he started with centuries-old books, and then he used a crossbow to get into an apartment to steal valuable artworks worth about $1 million. He did that in 2000. And then in 2004, he met a gallery owner named Jean-Michel Corvez, who like directed him to get specific things so that Corvez could sell them. Hmm, so then, okay. starting in May 2010, Tomek went to the Musée d'Art Moderne, Sorry about these pronunciations. (laughs) And he used a paint stripper to expose the screws on a window and then remove them. And Hmm. then he removed the window using suction pads right out of a spy movie, cut the lock on the security gate, stole, like they said, like something like $100 million worth of art and took him two trips. Uh It got a lot of news and the French authorities really tried to find him, but it was the skateboarder who noticed him behaving suspiciously near the, the museum who tipped off the authorities. It still took them six months until eventually an informant kind of told on him and then he was on the run. And then eventually Tomek was short on funds, attempted to rob another apartment and was caught in the act. During the police interview, he would confess to the theft of the five artworks. Hmm. So just a little bit more detail about that. Interesting. I was wondering if it was actually a real Yes, thing. it was. Yes, yeah. it was. Okay, and then, and then my favorite quotes... Yeah. When the Bone Brothers are going over the wall, one of them says mm-hmm. something like, do a shifty over the wall, which I thought was a funny <laughs> Britishism. Mm-hmm. And then when the sisters are going, <laughs> I can't believe they did this, but they made them like walk into what it must have been a really cold Scottish lock. Yeah. So one of them's going in and the other one yells at her, I'm here for moral support. Try not to think about the cold. <laughs> All right, so now it's time for our ratings on a scale of 1 to 10 martinis, 1 being Avengers 1998, and 10 being Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol. How would we rate these first two episodes of 007 Road to a Million? Why don't you go first? I feel like we have to have a different scale of it for this, but because, like, you know, obviously it's it's not a spy movie, it's not a spy show. It is a game, or it's a reality show. But, I mean, judging it from our usual scale, I'm going to go like six and a half. Okay. Do you want to expand on that at all? I mean, I like it is, it, I enjoyed it. I am like, and not just because of the bot, like that's an interesting, like, yeah, like you said, there wasn't, there was, there's, it was shot beautifully. There's beautiful locations and great music. There's not so much bond in terms of what the challenges they're doing aside from the crane. Mm-hmm. So, and I, and I, like I said, I'm sure, and I know that it ramps up, but for the first two episodes, I give it a six and a half martinis out of 10. That's cool. So, I'm glad you liked it. Okay. I did not like it as much. <laughs> okay, I, I, I figured. Yeah. So, the crane stuff was good. The endless yeah. talking drove me insane. <laughs> I did not like the sadism of watching them like sit there and sweat <laughs> while they're waiting to see if their answers are uh-huh. correct. 
I, okay. I, I didn't like the trivia. It was filmed well, and yeah. I, I liked I liked the people, but I, I really can't see myself watching it unless they like really you know, like move along with the pacing here because these episodes are fifty minutes. Um, I will give it a four out of ten. It wasn't like right. bad, but it, it yeah. also wasn't like wasn't particularly good. I think like for me, it's like yeah, like I said, I'm not really a reality show person unless there's a hook. This had my hook. Yes, it did. The perfect hook for you. <laughs> like the pack with the dogs also had my hook. This also has my hook. So I and as you watch more of it, you get to know, like you know certain teams stay on and keep going, and so you get to know them better. So that for me becomes more the hook as well is actually getting to know the teams. Yeah. I am but it's for me it's just it was just fascinating that this is a game show where you like none of the contestants seemingly ever meet mm-hmm. and that you they just drop you into I guess which is very James Bond you get just dropped into the adventure you don't get an explanation of how and why everything's happening. That's true. Yeah, yeah. I like the, I also want to say I like the controller stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I feel like the show didn't make a, a good first impression on me because it's the brothers and they're like, we had a hard life. We really need this million dollars. Now watch mm-hmm. us suffer in order to get it. <laughs> I was like, that's not fun. The James Bond movie is supposed to be fun. It's not supposed to make me sad. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> Unless I there's no time to of, die. Not, I didn't think of it that way. So that's, that is interesting. All right. Well, that's why I'm here. All right. Well, thank you for joining us for this Dead Drop episode. You can find us on social media at the SpyFi Guys on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at our merch store at redbubble.com. Until next time, I'm Zach. And I'm Christian. And we are the SpyFi Guys signing off. Thank you for listening to the SpyFi Guys. If you enjoyed our podcast, please be sure to give us a five-star rating on iTunes. The theme song from this podcast is Mistake the Getaway by Kevin McLeod from Incompetech.com. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. Films, books, and television shows reviewed by our podcast are the intellectual property of their respective copyright holders, and no infringement is intended. This is a personal podcast. Any views, statements, or opinions expressed in this podcast are personal and belong solely to the participants. They do not represent those of people, institutions, or organizations that the participants may or may not be associated with in a professional or personal capacity unless explicitly stated. Any views or opinions are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, or individual. You can find our podcast on social media at The Spy Fi Guys on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.